Welcome to the Basics for Virtual Assistants podcast, your go-to destination for all things virtual assistant. I'm your host, Paul, and I'm absolutely thrilled to have you join us today. Just four short years ago, I took the leap into the world of virtual assistants, and let me tell you, I have never looked back. Now it's my turn to help you take the same exciting path. As we explore this world together, I'll be sharing my experiences, insight, and all the valuable lessons I've learned along the way. So get ready to explore the world of virtual assistants, uncover its limitless potential, and let me guide you on your path to becoming a successful virtual assistant. The transformation into a skilled virtual assistant starts right here, right now. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to another episode. This week on the podcast, we are talking all about that dreaded period in between getting your business set up and getting your first client. That waiting game can feel like an endless pit. For some, clients come easily and you're getting started right away. And for others, it can take some time. I know I waited a long time before I landed my first serious client. I also know that it can really affect you when you're feeling like you're doing everything right and you still haven't landed any clients yet. Now, before we jump into five things that you can do while you're waiting for your client, I just wanted to let you know, I actually have a free guide for anyone who is jumping in and getting started as a VA. You can find it from the link in the description. My guide walks you through the five things that you need to have set up before you start reaching out to clients. And if you are at the point of reaching out to clients, I also have a free email template that you can use. It is a template I have used every single time I've reached out to a client and it just walks you step-by-step through what you really need to include in your email to make it personalized and connect with clients better. So let's get into the five things that you can be working on while you're waiting to get your virtual assistant clients. And the first one is services and packages. This is the perfect time to work out and really go into detail about what services you are offering and what packages you are creating. This is a great time to really nut out exactly what each package includes, what your client is getting, and it's also a really great time to set up a packages or services template where you can share that with clients. A simple document that shows them exactly what they're getting and how much everything costs. Now, I like to keep this separate from other things that I send my clients. I know lots of people put their contract and portfolio and services and packages list all in together, but I personally like to keep them separate so that I can just send them one at a time or if a client needs all of them at once, I can send them. The second thing that you can start working on is building your skill set. I want you to find Facebook groups where your ideal client is and see what they're looking for and start learning skills around this. When you first start out as a VA, sometimes you'll be offering services that aren't what you want to be offering long term. For example, when I first started out as a VA, the only services I offered were customer service email because that is what I was really good and that was where I actually was working uh, prior to becoming a teacher. I did a lot of customer service emails in my job and so when I became a VA, that was one skill that I could knew knew I could start off with straight away without having to learn anything new. And over the last four years, I have grown and learnt a lot more skills. And this has given me the opportunity to build my services and offer more things to my clients. And so now is a really good time to start learning those skills, social media management or Pinterest or YouTube backend or all of those sorts of things. And when I say that you need to be be upgrading your skill set, I do not mean that you need to go and buy a course or you know, do a bunch of trainings online. You can do things as simple as do a free trial of the program and figure it out that way. Or you can watch YouTube videos on it or, you know, find some blog posts that talk all about it. You just need to be taking your time to really learn those skills so that you can offer them to new clients. The third thing that you can start working on is your portfolio. Now, having a portfolio to share with clients makes a huge difference. It really allows you 
the opportunity to share with them examples of your work, give them a better understanding of who you are and the type of things you do. I love sharing work examples in my portfolios. If you are looking for help with your portfolio, I have a podcast episode all about portfolios, uh, episode 11. So you can go over and listen to that. And I also have a portfolio template available where you can just drop all of your information and your work examples in change it up to suit your style and send it off to clients. So I will put the link for that in the description as well. If you're interested in that, I just find it really easy to have templates that you can just drop things into. It just saves you so much time trying to create something from scratch. Uh, the fourth thing that you can work on is your onboarding process. Now you may not have any clients, but it is really great to get started with your onboarding process and what you're going to be doing and how that's going to work before you even get clients. Because a clunky onboarding process can make it difficult for both you and your clients. You want it to be smooth. You want to know everything that you need. The main things that you need are all of your customer details, all of the information that you need for invoicing. You need to um, have a contract to send out. Um, I definitely recommend having a contract. Even if you're a new VA, it just protects you and it also protects your clients and any other like way of gathering the information that you need from them, whether that be passwords, whether that be uh, access to their Google Drive, that sort of stuff. You need to have a bit of a process of how you're going to follow that up with your client. Um, remembering that the main part of the onboarding process is on you and it is up to you to make it as smooth as possible for your clients to make sure that they are getting everything they need from you and you're getting everything you need from them. If you are looking for some help with sharing passwords, I personally recommend LastPass. It is an online program that you can use um, where your client can put in their password on their end and it automatically logs you in on your end. So um, that's a really great one to look at. And the fifth and final thing that you can work on while you're waiting for clients to get back to you is your pricing. Now, it is really important that you take some time to figure out what you're factoring into your pricing, what you're charging, what else you might need to consider when you're deciding on your prices. I have a three-part series on pricing. If you are looking for some guidance on pricing, you can go and check that out. I'm pretty sure it's episode eight, nine, and 10 of the podcast, so you can go and check that out. Knowing and understanding your pricing is really important, making sure that you have either an hourly rate, packages, retainer, whatever one that you're going to choose, it's important that you understand that in its fullness and exactly how you're going to invoice your clients. If you don't understand your pricing, then it's really hard for you to make sure that it's clear and concise for your clients. So make sure that you have that. Uh, this is also a really great time to set up a pricing guide. Uh, obviously that goes hand in hand with packages and services, but they are separate, I think, but it's also important to really consider your pricing. Make sure that you are pricing yourself at a reasonable amount and you're not underpricing yourself or overpricing yourself. That's worth checking out. Now, that is the five things that I think you should be doing. There are many more things that you could be doing while you are waiting for your clients. I feel like these are really important things to have sorted out and ready to go for your clients. So once they reach out to you, you can share all of this information with you and it also helps you to be ready for onboarding more clients and getting more clients in the future. If you have any questions or you're looking for a community of VAs, you can come over to Facebook. I have a group over there called The Basics of Virtual Assistants and we are growing a community over there where we share with you everything you need. You can come in, ask your questions. You can get answers from other VAs. You can get answers from me. So I would love to see you over there. And also I cannot wait for you to tune in next week. We will be talking about the client onboarding process. So come back next week and check that out.